My name is not Max. The world is fire and blood. Wars are fought for the juice. Guzzoline. Man kills man to power their wheels. Mechanical beasts of metal and oil. The core of their identity. Life propels you forward, seemingly for one reason. To kill more man and woe-man. Every day is potentially your last. As you claw at the dirt that fills your lungs. Pulling you down into the void. Away from the hell that life has become. But still, for some reason, you fight. Fight to press on to fight some more. And some days, you get to watch the Road Warrior, which rules. Welcome to Yesterday's Tomorrow Today, and the past future world of George Miller's Mad Max 2 Road Warrior. Welcome to Yesterday's Tomorrow Today. I'm one of your hosts, Joey Reinish. I'm Kyle McVeigh. And this is the podcast. Of, wait, how do we do it again? The, po- <laughs> the movie podcast about the films that have passed us by. We, this is probably going to be a later episode in the season. We still haven't figured it out, Tom. Oh, also welcome. Special guest. You may know him from season nine, episode 15 of The X-Files, <laughs> playing the role of speaker. It is... Tom Schnauz. Welcome, Tom Schnauz. Hello, everyone. I still get residual checks for that appearance. Do you? Yeah. Nice. It's good stuff. That's a sweet deal. (laughs) Tom does some other stuff. He's pretty talented. But it's mostly that one appearance on that one show. That appearance. And then he's got a very long running testicles thread on Twitter. If you want to check it out. He's he's like two years now at this point. Yeah. Two years plus. And I think it all started back in that appearance of the X-Files where I got to write my own speech. And if you listen to the speech... It is full of these very dirty innuendos that I just got to get up in front of these people. Oh, that's good. Say, and after about the fourth or fifth take, the audience, the the extras there, were started realizing what it was all about and started <laughs> laughing at me. <laughs> how did like this is not about that show, but how did that come up? Because you were you were a writer at that point, and you're just like, I just want to be in. No, I, I showed zero interest. For some reason, Frank Spotnitz got a bug in his ass that he was like, let's put t- Tom's the speaker. <laughs> oh, God. And so somebody, he volunteered you. Yeah, somebody came up to me and said, I heard you're the speaker at the uh, <laughs> this, this, the convention. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Am I? Yeah. And All then right. I was like, wait, what? Okay, I'm doing this. All right. Okay. And that's how the dream happens, folks. <laughs> that's how it is. That's how you get residuals then, so long. You buy a house, <laughs> two kids, picket fence. All yeah. because of the speaker. That's right. Uh, but thank you for coming, Tom. It's awesome to have yeah, you. We here. appreciate thank you it. for inviting me. Yeah, we we talked to Gordon and Jen doing the Postman, and they convinced me to reach out to you. And then you, <laughs> I mustn't have like fully described what the show was because you're like, yeah, I'll do that. And I'm like, oh fuck, Joey, you know I'd do anything for you. Oh yes, well, that's so nice. But we did trick you, so <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Let me pretend I tricked you. <laughs> well, for this episode, we are watching. We have watched. We will be talking about the Road Warrior. Road Warrior from 1981, George Miller. This is, uh, I would say, my first and favorite Mad Max movie. I saw this before Mad Max. Me too. And Me too. I also saw it probably too young because Me like too. like the melty dude in RoboCop, 
when the guy gets splattered on the windshield, mm-hmm. the fingers trying to catch the metal boomerang yeah. <laughs> is <laughs> seared into my brain. That's where yeah. I knew that movie was special. Because seeing that and then having all his cohorts just break up in laughter was like, <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. it like opened something in my brain. Yeah. Oh, Violence is, is funny. Is, that is funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. It. Finally, someone's talking my language. <laughs> uh, no, I my dad thought this movie ruled and he was right. And then we watched it together. I'm like, this is this is kind of awesome. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk because I don't think I should be seeing this. Yeah. And then I was, he's like, this is Mad Max. This is the first one. The first Road Warrior. Yes. And I watched that and I'm like, man, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a huge bummer after the Road Warrior. But I like watching Road Warrior now after Fury Road exists, mm-hmm. which is one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. It's Fury Road is how I remember Road Warrior being. And mm-hmm. then like now that that exists, it's like, oh, now this is like Mad Max to Road Warrior, but like slid up a pair of movies. Yeah. So I. I still like it. It's still great. Oh, I still prefer Road Warrior over Fury. Do you really? Oh, absolutely. I saw. Yeah, no, the Road Warrior. It's because of all the. I think it's the nostalgia of it. I guess I saw it when I was in high school. I guess. Yeah. It it was released in like 1982 here in the states. Uh, I think I'm 81. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what it says on IMDb, but I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, came later in the United States in 80. I seem sure. to remember the summer of 82 being a good year for movies. <laughs> Tom, that was two years before I was born. <laughs> I know. I, I'm old. <laughs> so I wouldn't have been able to see that. I went yet. alone with a friend. That's when you could just walk into, I guess, R-rated movies. Yeah. As a, as a teenager. Anyone checking. Yeah. The glory days. <laughs> it, was, it was either it that was or PG, though. It would have been PG yeah. or, or R, and you could just walk right in. Um. And Dog. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie, buddy. And you know, any stretch of the imagination, but it's no. still a great, great movie. It is a great movie. I I hadn't seen it in a really long time, and I think like after watching Fury Road and then going back to this version of Max, you forget how little that that character actually says. Oh yeah, <laughs> throughout yeah. the Very entire thing. Words. Yeah, but it's it's crazy how iconic that character still manages to be. Yeah, and all he does is kind of just have a look, and he's just like purely out for himself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in this wasteland future and george miller every movie after that has just doubled down on his version of the apocalypse that's just gotten better and better (laughs) every time um but kyle has prepped a good rundown for us here we have a handful of (laughs) a handful of uh things we want to talk about this future um and one is a question to both of you first before we we get to these bullet points is are we sure this just is in Australia? Because <laughs> they, they have that five minute opening where it's like war and the nuclear or the, these two powers fought and all that was left afterward was the fire. Black, the black and white footage, all the World War Two yes. footage. Which like I think even Fury Road has that type of beginning that gets you like in the headspace of the world. But yeah. if I remember from Mad Max there's more like city around the outside of Australia. Yeah. And then he goes like off into the center of it. Yeah. We're it like, doesn't make sense. It's like, not a good plan in terms of an apocalypse situation. I, I was going to say before we started recording, I was like, this is the first movie we've done that has like deep lore to it that you can really fall down a hole into, which, which, which I did. did <laughs> and I had to pull myself out of it. Because you'll just get lost in there. 
Well, but, and that's where you got all the cool car facts. That, that is where I got really the car facts. Scared that Tom. Everyone was like, we're not going to talk about these <laughs> very much. I was like, yeah, I get it. I don't know. I just thought it was cool to know the name of the car. That's well, I it. mean, they're dope names, but I, you know. What does it mean to us? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, there you go, Tom. We're done with the car talk. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, they sure are cool. <laughs> we're done. They go forward real fast. Yeah. Uh, but I, I saw this movie in New Jersey, so it just felt like, yeah, this is good. This is three years from now easily. Yeah, could easily what the world will be like. Well, yeah. and that's that's kind of crazy how it's still the case. <laughs> like this could still be three years from now. This is like this is going to be the movie you watch when it finally happens, and be like, oh yeah, he called this like forty years ago. At this point, <laughs> he did uh, it. the guzzling, the everything relying on gas. Like the only thing that isn't as prevalent in Road Warrior is. I guess water is not a concern yet, even though everything looks dusty and you dry. You think it like, would be? You think it would? You be. think it would be? I don't know. I, I I was always I was a little concerned because it is in the the microcosm of Australia. Clearly, everyone fled cities to go to inland. to go to the outback, which is one of the deadliest places. Like in now, the world, like, like now, maybe there's radiation. Is there a background uh, that we that you researched? That? I okay, so <laughs> okay, so, up. all right. See, you shouldn't even brought it up, but here we are. <laughs> so for this movie, nuclear war has not happened. Okay, so this is all like an extension of the oil crisis. Like a, it's like a thought experiment. Obviously, taking that to its, its conclusion, natural conclusion, but uh, no. No nuclear war, but oh, between okay. I think this and Thunderdome, I think there is a nuclear war. So there's and still powers out there having nuclear. Yeah, oh. and then obviously by by Fury Road, when it's the cancer is kind of like a big plot yeah. point a little bit. Yeah. there's definitely been some. Okay. So I did yeah. not know that. At this point, no. The opening World War II footage says two great powers, powers collide. Yeah, it's yeah. very confusing. I think that they are. I, I think they're not even insinuating. Once again, shouldn't have researched this much because I shouldn't have these answers. But I, I think the insinuation is like Saudi Arabia, Arabia and Iran went to war before this. And, and then spiraled that, out to Australia? Well, then it just like completely fucks the economy by uh, like through the okay. gas, which is like it's it's just like I said hmm. that it's listen. It's not the cool part of this movie. <laughs> it's, it's, so let's it's jump to the cool up. part of the movie. Leather is back. <laughs> you can get away with it. It's hot. Yeah. It's sticky. It's dusty. Break out the leather. Call yourself humongous. But your ass hangs out, which is nice. But yeah, you know, it's hot. Out of your outfits. I, I mean, it does anyway, whether or not I wanted to. But like, yeah, I, I, I wish I had the confidence. <laughs> There is a beauty in the confidence. I, I mean, the world is crumbling. What do you have? Like, who do you have to impress anymore? Yeah, like, no. live your truth. <laughs> Which is <laughs> red mohawk, assless chaps. Yeah. And worshiping a guy named Humongous. Boy on a chain. <laughs> and a boy, <laughs> and a boy <laughs> on a chain. It's fine. Is everyone, everyone in the gang didn't have assless chaps, right? No, no. no it no. was just Humongous and the... And Wes. Wes, yeah. Wes is the, the mohawk. Vernon Wells. Very upset. Well. I think there might have been a few more assless. His chaps. slave boy would didn't have assless chaps, and that would have made Kyle, the most tell sense. Tell me who has assless chaps. <laughs> I think, I, when I did my rewatch, I was not paying that close attention to the asses. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, sure. As I well, look at your notes, and there's a tick mark like every time. Ass, like, ass, ass, chaps, chaps, ass, chaps, chaps. One, two, three. Um, now, 
here's here's a chicken or egg question about this apocalypse or this this future. Does being like Humongous and Wes is that mean you survive, or does surviving in this place turn you into Wes and Humongous? <laughs> so is it like crazy bondage dudes are like just more ready to survive out there? I think they're more ready to do what it takes. Do to, it, okay. Yeah, to take advantage of the weak. You don't sure. think it's like, no. man, I wish I had some gas. I'm gonna put on. <laughs> I'm gonna put on no. my chaps, and I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drive cars that have people all over them, and I'm gonna really like <laughs> fuck some shit up because I just, I can now, gas, gas. <laughs> it it's weird. I mean, obviously, he's created his own little leather daddy cult. That really they, quickly, they really fast. I mean, but this is the thing. It's it. We all just we all want to have a click. Okay, a place. we all want to feel he included. That's he, what I'm saying. He found his. He chose his family. It was his chosen family. <laughs> it's and you have a note here. It says three years have passed since Mad Max. Yeah, that's not in Mad it doesn't Max. Doesn't say it in the movie. No, the once again, <laughs> Kyle's research. Once again, is this post? Is this like? retconning though is this after they like we have more fiction here than we initially intended we're gonna say that that's three years later or uh i think a lot of the the stuff is backloaded like they like they've they've developed all of this loose backstory after like thunderdome i think oh, okay. i think a lot of it is like that's what there's like prequel comics and all that shit so like yeah. and also the timeline obviously doesn't make sense with fury road anymore because it's like I think that one's supposed to be like 2050, which would make Max like 70 something. <laughs> so like, or even older. So it, it, yeah, I don't think it, once again, I don't think George Miller sits down and is like, when is this happening? Yeah. I don't think he gives a shit. You don't think he's got a multiverse of Maxes? I, I'm sure someone is trying to get him to do that. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um. So in, in Mad Max, they always refer to there's like stuff happening inland. So in theory, then, that this type of thing would already be going on, but the cities on the outskirts, for whatever reason, are kind of untouched by this. So does Humongous already exist at this point? Or is it like just the breakdown of society in three years has like, all right, we're just going to we're just going to go full Humongous. (laughs) And if there is no nuclear war, why is his head like that? I didn't do do notes, man. <laughs> it's it's that, a dangerous world. I don't know. It's, Jay Leno caught his face on fire recently. You think this guy can't in the apocalypse? Well, it's it's not even that. It does those like weird like that's second only to the fingers getting chomped off by the feral kid. Yeah. There's the the pulsing squishy veins on the back <laughs> of his head mm-hmm. is like gonna remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I am imprinting on that in a way that I shouldn't. That might influence my entire art style for the rest of my life. <laughs> Who I mean, drug, yeah, yeah. It, it stuck with me like way better than it should have, having watched it now. Yeah, I'm like oh, that's pretty innocuous. But I, I don't know. I, I. It's hard to say what the the inside of the wasteland was during Mad Max, but there is sort of this collapse of everything coming, all because of gas. All because of gas. Now we have hybrid cars. And trying to move away from this is—is is this future even still possible? I'm fully electric now. No, are you? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. is it because of Mad Max? No, no. <laughs> no. I just like my—you know—they had this uh, this Ford Mach E 
that I was like, wow, this looks really cool. I don't have even heard of that one. Yeah. Let's go check it out. <laughs> parked out Brought front. to you by. Yeah. <laughs> is that the Mustang one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that does look cool. <laughs> it is cool. I So Tom is going to be okay. We still are. We still I, are I, depending I on some gas. solar panels. I'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Solar panels. Solar. Um, yeah. If you get solar panels, you're cool. Uh, but <laughs> is that a solar panel driveway? <laughs> solar pa- well, I just mean like I don't know. I I mean go get them <laughs> just to have them. Yeah, just in case I guess. I I can't imagine you'll be the only person in LA. I'm just saying there's gonna be a lot of people looking for solar panels mm-hmm. to power mm-hmm. their car real fast. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's. I guess that that's kind of my thing with this movie that I I or this future and why I think this apocalypse is so. I don't know, unique and cool is that for some reason in this future, we're like just as reliant on cars still as, as we were yeah. <laughs> as, as we have been. And I, that's kind of buck wild when you think about it, but I, I mean, don't think about it too hard because yeah. I feel like, because <laughs> horses are still here. Like yeah. ostriches, you could ride those in oh, Australia. That would be dope. Imagine if humongous and his crew rode up on some ostriches It'd be the scariest way thing. scarier. It'd be way scarier. Every every time that they like. Sorry, Tommy, you have some. Oh, I mean, I, as you're talking, I was and I rewatched the movie again ahead of this. Yeah. And I it dawned on me how selfish Papagallo was. Oh, yeah, he could there. I feel like they're pumping a lot of gas. in there. They're pumping like a lot. of. He gas. He could have made a much better deal. Yeah. Then, uh, you know, he could have satisfied humongous because all they do is drive around and chase each other. I mean, that's. They're not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. They only need gas to chase, chase each other to get more gas. To turn around <laughs> once they make the threat and go drive over yeah. the hill. Every time I saw them drive away, I'm like, God, that's a lot of gas you're all using. <laughs> Couldn't you have carpooled like a tiny bit? You could no, have you saved gotta, a little you bit. You got to do full show of force every time. <laughs> you got to come I out I also there. like that Humongous was too stupid to work in shifts. It's like, okay, everybody, let's go. <laughs> Let's yeah. get out of here. But it's just them going over the hill yeah. and then just kind of waiting. waiting. <laughs> yeah, he's never really sieged before, has he? No, That's, no. He's, he doesn't really have this down. But I think you're right. Papagallo is like, he's not a good leader no, of these people. No. I don't think he has their best interests at heart because they obviously have more than enough gas. Yeah. I mean, I think the weird thing about these movies is I feel like no one really knows how far away anything is anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he must've, they must, for how much gas they have on that bus at the end, you're like, that's probably more than enough. You yeah. probably could have <laughs> kicked one or two of those barrels yeah. to the scary hockey mask guy. So he didn't murder Easy. your friends. Easy. At, at least. So he stopped showing up. Cause I don't <laughs> like looking at him. <laughs> just, just pay the tax once, once a month. Or every two weeks, yeah. toss him a barrel so make the a, guy just fucks off. Humongous, bring us some water. We'll give you some gas. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's, I to to the, to your point. All they do is drive around and like mess people up. Yeah, you'd figure like if their plan was to leave that compound, mm-hmm. that they would have already done that because you don't. I don't know why you're stockpiling like. <laughs> Is it just because it's just like I want it? I want to have it. Like, yeah, this is like a thing I shouldn't have. I, yeah. I want to have it. Well, then they blow it up at the end, and <laughs> it's like, guys, this is the thing you all want so bad. That's but, a that's a really scorched earth take on this. Fuck you, humongous. <laughs> <laughs> well, after what after what they do to the uh, the you know the the people who who rush out at the beginning of the film, yeah, where, right. Where they're going, I'm not sure, but yeah, I didn't just quite out. understand that. I, I guess they were they had a plan to. 
go get supplies, I guess. I guess they were scouting. scouting? I don't know. Because they do that one that everybody chases, and then yeah. they send out the real one. Right. Yeah. And, and neither work. I also that, felt like they have a pretty good, the settlers have like a pretty good setup. They got chickens. They got pigs. pigs. They have a mechanic on a sling, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, they seem like they have a good setup, which is, once again, make the deal with humongous. And then... You, you can at least get the leeway and then you can leave mm -hmm. if you really want mm -hmm. to. But like if you don't have to let him in, you can give him barrels and not let yeah. him in. Oh, and yeah, just you be kick like, him through the. Yeah, you just oh, barely open it and kick <laughs> the barrel down the hill. Humongous. Just keep the lands outside of this area good. You can yeah. have all of that stuff. Yeah. We'll give you a barrel like once every. Yeah. Once every month. Just like leave us alone. I think this is what Fury Road does really well is it it shows that balance of like it's bullet town uh, gas, the, town. They, gas town and then they don't call it water town I forget <laughs> what they call it it's just one of them has the water but all of them have what's necessary mm -hmm. yeah. to and can like have this delicate balance and I just uh, Papa Gal is just not really think it, that's a terrible name too yeah <laughs> Neither, neither leader is good on, on each side. I mean, if I was humongous, I would have like invested in a catapult or something. Well, that's weird because that's start... what I call you. <laughs> <laughs> start launching shit in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, he he doesn't really care about his crew. No. And they don't really care about each other. I it's whenever I see that type of group of enemy or villains or whatever. Yeah. You always wonder like how they kind of fit together and like mm -hmm. formed their mm -hmm. posse mm -hmm. because they all are such pieces of shit. Now, what does humongous say when I, this is, I've listened to it a bunch of times. I'm like, what the fuck is he saying when Wes runs off after, uh, Max, mm -hmm. uh, after he, you know, gets the, the, the truck in and he mm -hmm. says, I'm leaving guys. And he, and he goes off and Wes run, goes after him and humongous runs up and he says, you disobey me puppy or something like that <laughs> does he call him a puppy maybe he does because he doesn't he call him his dogs it, of war or yeah. something so yeah. is it a take on that he has him on like that leash, the leash in the next or maybe he said poppy yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a whole other thing and that kind of leans into the whole snm bdsm aesthetic i mean it it very well could be like a weird Okay. Like dominate. I don't know. I should have. I should have did done the subtitles. No, no, no. Because no. no. if it's not like puppy is way better. Anyway, <laughs> I was. I. I mean, you're kind of leading to a thing that I've always. I think that it always struck me about this movie is like there's definitely a sex thing <laughs> going on here. Uh, with that, with the crew outside there. I think they're all. I mean, like there's a clear thing with Wes, and then what do they call him? The Golden Youth. That that that's his <laughs> official title. Oh yeah yeah. Uh, now whether or not that guy is. Uh, engaged in this relationship consensually is a question. It's hard to, yeah. But, uh, I mean... He doesn't look happy to me. No, no. I well, that, I think that boomerang to the skull was probably his, it's probably his best yeah, bet. Yeah. yeah. That, I, don't, I think that guy's disassociated and left his body <laughs> a long time, <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> at least three years ago. <laughs> yeah, at least three years ago for sure. Yeah. But I think these guys... It's a bunch of leather guys in the desert. They Things count. are going to happen. Like, you, you, everyone has needs. Everyone, like, did you tell me these guys aren't falling in love? Look, Things are going to happen. forget the desert. I was in a writer's room. And it just, you know, weird things happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of Gordon and I. <laughs> and wearing leather and leashes and puppy. And yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would often yell at him, ride, postman, ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gordon and Tom have worked together. <laughs> This isn't Tom just talk this isn't just Tom talking about somebody he has not met. Yeah, I don't think I've ever worked in a room that was didn't devolve into post-apocalyptic behavior yeah. in some way. <laughs>
ownerships, uh, pet names, <laughs> everything like that. Um, do you want? Do you want to? You have anything else to add, you guys, about the fashion of of the oh. Road Warrior in the? Because we we tend to touch on the future fashion choices, which well, I like a lot of the a lot of them are wearing like just shoulder pads that they found yes it's like, like whatever football like, gear it's a, yeah, and stuff this is like we need some kind of armor okay let's wear that it's... yeah there's some acknowledgement i think max's jacket is like that look of like the asymmetrical one arm is padded the other isn't i, I think that's a so cool. it's a really cool look and i love it and i <laughs> wish i could just pull off that jacket but if i showed up somewhere wearing that i would be god what the fuck absolutely are you destroyed yeah. what are you doing we told I you know. It's so cool. I also, I do think Papagallo's people are wearing stuff that makes sense for the desert, like light colors mm. and armor and like turbans and scarves and stuff, you know, and goggles and yeah. things like stuff you're in the desert. Keep sand out of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it also looks like they just found like an away team bus. <laughs> and they're like, let's just use all this. Yeah. Let's see. We found it. We found yeah. all our gear. I we now have a militia. Listen, it, there's only Papagallo is the only person that has someone on his team that's genuinely breathtaking, which is the warrior woman who just like it's somehow still a babe it, living with, in the middle of the wasteland, wearing high school or football gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I, the team. That's yeah. That. I forgot that moment too, where she dies, and the one, and then they're still going for the comedy moment where the guy's on fire and trying to put himself out. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> fire!" And she's hanging off the side of the of the tank. Yeah, what the hell? It's very, <laughs> very strange. They didn't nail the editing on that. One. <laughs> I don't think. Well, they they they, they kind of wipe everybody out towards the end of this. Mm -hmm. They um, do. Uh, what was I? Else and how come? Yeah, the only one who survives who should be dead is that gray-haired lady who's just like. We and, should listen to him. And the feral you know, child. All we have to do is walk away. <laughs> yeah. Like, shut up, you idiot. Come on. <laughs> you go talk to him then. <laughs> you talk to him. You talk to the it. giant leather man with the mask. He gave, he gave his word. <laughs> that's Shut up. That's crazy that you would see Lord Humongous and you're like, he seems cool. <laughs> he seems like he'll keep his word. <laughs> all we have to do is walk away. He said he would come back tomorrow <laughs> to threaten us again, and he came back tomorrow. I think he'll barely kill any of us. <laughs> I think he'll make good on it. But look, like in this future, though, like maybe he's the least scary part of it. Hmm. Like maybe this I is just if he just happened upon this place. Yeah, he's maybe not so bad compared to what else is I, out there. I think you've hit on something that is distressing about the Mad Max world and always has been is like, I think there is. Oh, I think probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like probably these Papagallo's people probably run into people that are worse than yeah. humongous, which is maybe why he doesn't want to deal with them. But like mm. it's the wasteland's a big place. Yeah. And it's full of crazies. But Obviously, well, from the voiceover, we know that he, uh, the feral kid, went on to be the leader, and they were he all they were right. all okay. Yeah, that 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 voiceover matching with that kid, the voiceover should be like puberty. <laughs> puberty does things. Yeah, I suppose. I guess so. Does it make you learn English <laughs> somehow? Does it matrix download a whole language to your brain? Which Kyle, you have a whole bullet point here on the feral child. It's three years. Yeah. Which in theory, this kid has been alive. He's been alive since pre-apocalypse. I mean, how old is he? Like 
Six, eight, eight. I don't this, know this whole three years thing. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> fine. Did... Fuck it. It's not three years. <laughs> okay. Whatever. But it doesn't also... matter who's who's his mom and why she's an asshole that didn't teach him English. Well, it's the apocalypse. She's probably dead. <laughs> um, the kid obviously raised himself with this boomerang, which awesome <laughs> weapon. Yeah, but once again, who? They're very common in Australia. <laughs> You got to spray for right. him. Yeah. You just found you him. feral children everywhere. <laughs> On your fifth birthday, everybody gets the, the sharp boomerang. You get the oh, sharp boomerang. Yeah, that may with be the chainmail, the chainmail glove to catch it with, which is very, it, also very cool looking. It's all awesome. You're being attacked by a dingo. You want a fucking sharp boomerang? Yeah, I, I just love that nobody can really touch it, and like. He throws it and everyone just kind of like does that thing where you're like, I don't know if it's going to drop. And like, okay. like you bounce back and forth. But the, the and a lot of weird reverse footage, like one of the for ones catching it for catching it is one. Mm-hmm. And there's a push in on the on the blonde in the, in the bus. that's really weird where it's, they needed her to look like she was hiding and they reversed the footage. Oh. For some reason. <laughs> maybe they just maybe they uh, decided they needed her hiding later. And they're like, just just play it play it backwards to side doesn't it's matter but the the all the skills that this kid the feral kid has learned like his acrobatics his back flipping using the metal boomerang yes to the leader of that tribe <laughs> in 10 15 years mm-hmm. pretty impressive for how that kid is in this movie yeah um it's an impressive come up yeah for sure that, i that kid is upsetting to me he's very upsetting to me i don't know what's what the is. most upsetting part for you is his whole look <laughs> the way That's, he looks? Of course, we used to call my sister the feral child because she looked when she didn't brush her wow. hair as a kid. She looked so much like that kid, like that kid. Yeah, That's that, big I hair. I used to call her feral, the feral kid. Did she growl? <laughs> she didn't find it amusing. No, <laughs> she wasn't playing along. What about now? You call her now. <laughs> she, what do you think? It's I will funny? have to remind her of that. Okay. <laughs> Remember when we compared you to this kid and sent her a picture? <laughs> I'm sure, there were worse things I said. I'm uh, yeah, sure. Um, so anyway, if if this kid is indicative of like how people need to survive or gr- coming up need to survive, I guess that would go back to there is worse shit out there than humongous for sure. So maybe that's why they're not taking him super serious oh. at first and just like like we're not going to try to make a deal with you because you know this is going to happen every two seconds. I mean, we all we can assume is that the feral child came from another terrifying tribe of people that all have metal boomerangs oh, that's... and aren't speaking <laughs> or speaking only. They're growling grunts. at each yeah. other. Ugh. People that have completely regressed <laughs> in three years. In three years. <laughs> uh, I uh, let's see future weapons. Yeah, we have no no cool future storage this episode. Well, no, there's no uh, computers no, yeah. or, or any data, which you know what? It is refreshing to have an apocalypse that's not uh, revolving around uh, any sort of binary code or, or yeah. downloading of things. Well, and I think we talked about this a little bit, which is a lot of full on apocalypse movies mm-hmm. usually the beginning is like the apocalypse happened in 1999. And then like the movie takes place after we fully set into the apocalypse, Mm -hmm. which is usually like 50, 60 years after the fact. So like, we're not going to be able to cover those, but this is one that's kind of like you're on the downward slope of this and it's all gradually getting worse and you don't really know where we are in it. So 
that technology probably still exists because Max had like that normal house and there was police and city yeah. on the outskirts, which still may be there. But like those are the people that are just grasping at straws trying to like cling yeah. to old society, but that's gradually gonna fall apart. Yeah. I don't know if it'll ever get to humongous levels of falling apart. Yeah. But like what it, what happens in your main cities? Like when the gas is fully gone. Yeah. Or we go just hitching rides with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically. No, I think you kind of hit it as like, especially this this movie in the Mad Max franchise, this is like kind of a transitional period. Maybe it's not been three years. <laughs> all right. But it does feel transitional in that people still remember the old world, obviously. People like, have been alive. Like, like some of the people in Papagallo's camp, like one of them is clearly a doctor who who has that experience and they have gear that they had gotten from a hospital. But it is it's still people trying to cling to what the world was. Yeah. So the gas and the cars and that stuff. As opposed to like Fury Road, where it, there's still that, but they've clearly built cultures, and even Thunderdome, when they when like cities have started to like pop up and actually govern themselves and stuff like that. Like this, this movie feels like it's it's transitional. That yeah, you're probably right. If you went to a big city, it's probably just madness. Yeah, like it, it, probably some gang or or some a bunch of warlords have just con- declared themselves the kings of whatever city it is. Well, let's let's talk about that then for a second. Like, yeah. gas shuts off tomorrow. Yeah, like in in Australia, there's mm-hmm. a, humongous is already out there. <laughs> he's a- he's already roaming and like this was pre pre anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humongous is humongous just out is out there. there. Gas shuts off tomorrow. It just used to be a hobby gang. <laughs> like it was just your normal it was like a motorcycle club it was yes just normal yes so if it shuts off tomorrow yeah there the prepper people will survive i will die at least day four of all of this you think, like, that, you think it'll be that late <laughs> you, you think know, it'll be day four you are an optimist <laughs> yeah i i don't understand like if if it gets to that point i don't understand yeah. prepper mentality because sure. i'm like I don't love this that much. (laughs) (laughs) There's a time where I think I'd just shut down and be like, you know what? It's okay to go. Yeah. It's okay to go. Like, do you, I don't think I would be like, all right, guys, remember how good it used to be? Yeah. Do we need to get the government back together again and start this all over again? (laughs) Only worse. I don't think I would do that. I think I would just be like, the world finally matches me on the inside. (laughs) And then they'll finally be be ready for my debut album. (laughs) All my lyrics will finally work. <laughs> my sad poems. I just, I don't, I don't know if Mad Max started happening tomorrow, mm-hmm. how I would react, but I know that, like, I'm not cut out. Like, it's the Patton Oswalt bit. Yeah. Of, like, you're the sad boy chained to the car. Mm-hmm. You're not humongous. You're not Max. Oh, I'm never humongous or Max. I just, like, want to think that Eagle Scout abilities would kick in, and I could at least... Take my dog into the woods. See, cool thing about me, Tom, that you may not know, is I have no connections to the world. No children. <laughs> nothing to save. So I can cut His and dog. run. I can cut and run whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the dog is just a backup plan as a meal. More than anything. <laughs> That's a meal and that follows you. Yeah. <laughs> the sex is also yeah right with and the dog yes. and that's uh yeah he's 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 uh my chained little blonde boy yeah gross 
perfectly fine. Uh, yeah, I just it. I don't. I don't think I would f- fight hard enough to be like I'm going to deal with a humongous type on a daily basis. Well, I don't think I. It's even. It's the other. It's the greater question. Is I understand why Australia's this way because Australia's already, weird. It's already. It's already way. there. We've already established. Yeah. <laughs> this was already happening. Yes. Uh, so I get that. You know, it's an island. It's it's off by itself doing whatever. But it's if the gas gets shut down, it's like, oh, what's it like in Espana? What's 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 going on in France? I don't think it's going straight. To, I mean, France I actually loves revolutions. France almost burnt their country down because they pushed back the retirement age. So yeah. maybe France is they'll, equally they'll as scary. I I bet everywhere else is way better off than Australia. I bet it's chiller. I mean, uh, at least before the nuclear war. Right. Yeah. That takes place somewhere before. Fury somewhere Road. later. It's Late. fine. We won't get into it. Probably three years. <laughs> Probably after three years. <laughs> I just, it feels like Australia was like trending towards this already. Yeah. And then there's like, fuck it. There's no gas now. Let's go to the middle of the desert. Let's just, all right, we're doing it. Everybody <laughs> round up. Come on. Like, so this podcast you're doing is very popular in Australia, is that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we lots of Australian <laughs> listeners. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. They don't listen to us, Tom. It's okay. It's all right. They don't know. They don't know we exist. It, yeah, it does feel like in the back of their mind they were like, "Well, this was inevitable, wasn't it?" Yeah, <laughs> we were just all going to be out in the desert chasing each other at some point. I guess if, if yeah, if you're talking about America, I, I don't know what. It looks like for us, the postman. It does feel like it goes towards the postman, right? <laughs> yes. And the mail still gets delivered. Yeah. Yeah. No mail in Australia. No, no they don't know. No, no, no. no. They, they don't, don't need know, it. They don't know how to write. <laughs> they're feral. No, I don't they're know if you feral out there. There are children that are feral there. We don't go to Australia anymore. <laughs> My God. Just driving by on this whole continent this but, whole episode. But yeah, you can't, like, at that point, you could call them, and you'd be like, "Yeah, guys, shit's really fucked over here. Yeah, don't come here." And you just like stop, like us. We don't pay attention to that place anymore. Yeah, like you have the continents become their own islands. Sure, and no one ever goes to Australia again. Yeah, and for all they know, it's all totally fine. Like they're starting over. Yeah, they're not using cars. Yeah, but there that was would be, a... that would be awesome if the rest of the world was fine and just Australia just, was like, <laughs> like, should we do something? Should we? Nah, I mean, we're still kind of working on our own thing let over them here. Run its course. Yeah. yeah, everyone's just kind of rebuilding from their own issues, and yeah, we're like, we're just like leaving Australia as yeah. a bit of a New a... Zealand. They're over there filming fucking Lord of the Rings and stuff. And yeah, no one, they're Australia's fine. Going to hell. Just, a, just a social experiment at this point <laughs> yeah. for the rest of the world. Well, see, we fix our stuff. Yeah. We get back to, we get it going again. Then yeah. we set up cameras. Then yeah. we just display Australia for the rest of the world. So we Truman show it. We Truman Obviously. show Australia. <laughs> yes. That makes sense. I'd I watch like, it. I like Road Warrior. I would watch that <laughs> if it was on a channel all the time. And was real. And was real. Yes. I'd be like, wow, what's the humongous this week? What's, what's the what's the humongous this week? You see when they got to Bullet Town? What the fuck is happening in Australia? Yeah. See, that was kind of what I was getting at. I was like, maybe the rest of the world isn't that bad. Maybe it's fine. Well, it's because it, it's like Max. 
snaps after his wife and kid are killed in the first movie, and yeah. he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm going on into the yeah, I'm, I'm tur- mm-hmm. turning left to the desert. I'm going to the desert." I, all those people have already done that. Like they saw that. Like they saw the writing on the wall. We we're gonna run out of gas in like two weeks. Let's go <laughs> to the desert. Let's go. Like they were. Those people are just like we're gonna get used to the new. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna establish our new normal now, mm-hmm. so that when all the people on the coast finally do drift into the middle, they'll have to go through us. Mm-hmm. I assume. I don't know. I it feels like that's what what the the what the vibe is. I guess it's just not a good plan. Period. Everyone just kind of panicked <laughs> and picked a direction <laughs> to win it, go in, which I guess would probably be how it would play out in L.A. Where you just kind full of be like, panic. just full on panic, and then eventually you just kind of pick a direction and and go go away. Mm-hmm. Get the kids, get the dogs, get the car, go yeah. to Tom's house, take Tom's car, drive out of through LA. force if we must. <laughs> go out of go out of L.A. Never come back. Go to the desert. Get Kyle. Force him to do my <laughs> forest work. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I got a plan already. Oh, my, guys, my plan is already. There's my whole... car, my car is rigged with that explosive. Device. Damn it, son of a so bitch! It's booby trapped. Try, try to plug into the solar solar panel. You're gonna go boom. <laughs> See ya. Oh no! I there's a horse farm near me, so I'm getting a horse, baby. Ooh, I'm go. taking off. You got some meat and a, a vehicle. Yeah, if I need to. I don't know how to take care of a horse, but and I fear them. <laughs> I <don't... laughs> but I'll, I'll. Otherwise, a solid plan. Otherwise. <laughs> I think I'm good. I don't like getting within kicking range of any horse. Nope, they terrify me. 360. Kyle, Kyle used to work with closely with horses on a on a horse channel. I used to work for a horse channel. <laughs> <laughs> not a CDs. We don't have to go into it. It's not as sexual as <laughs> horse racing TV. Horse it was channel. it was oh, a, it was a cable channel okay. to, devoted to horse racing. So he knows okay. a lot about horses. Yeah, but right. he's still terrified. More than him. I would like. Yeah, if I'm honest. So it's fine. How much meat you get out of horse? A, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can feast. That's for sure. You can feast. That feeds a family for like weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Family of four for sure. So, um, how are you guys feeling about this apocalypse? How would would you um, <laughs> would you are we rating the apocalypse? Yeah. Would you what would you take from it? If like you could bring something from this apocalypse into the real life today? Well, definitely that boomerang. It could be useful. That is cool. Um, the leather, the assless chaps. Would you bring those? You, I, is that what you would bring back? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm hot all the time, guys. I also like that the the thing that shoots the the multiple arrows that the, like that the is three. cool. Yeah, yeah. The arrow, mm. the mounted. Yeah, you can put that on the car now. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Is that we, gyrocopter thing real? Is that like a real thing people have? I feel like it is. I, think I feel like so. that's they were real, flying. That's it, right? a real thing flying in yeah, the movie. That's so yeah. it is. Also seems very dangerous. Yeah, does not seem safe. No, did, did not have insurance for this movie. No, no. <laughs> and it, like that's not how that works. Like there's some pretty awesome like low flying aerial like shots. Yeah. Too. Like clearly they just like sent somebody up mm. in that thing. Yeah. Like, just record like fly over this thing mm. a couple mm. times. Cool. But that thing is like strong gust. You're upside down. <laughs> that uh, looks so dangerous. Yeah. I don't like that at all. I would bring back Max's car. I like his car a lot. You, you, why don't you talk to us about cars real quick before we do <laughs> See, I knew you were going to do this. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about. I just put a bunch of things in here just because I listen. All right. All right. Max's V8 Interceptor. There you go. That's the name of it. Never knew the name of it until literally three days ago. Mm-hmm. It's a good name. It's a great name. What else did you write down here? There's a lot of stuff. Ford Supercharged, supercharged Ford Falcon. 
It was a Ford Falcon XP GT, which is only made by Ford Australia. It is not a car that has ever been seen outside of that continent. So, Humongous's truck, I see you got here. I Only for the first time I noticed that it had six wheels on it. Yeah. Unusual. It does? Yeah. I was watching. I was like, oh, look, there's six wheels on Humongous's vehicle I, there. I love, I mean, I think that's what I love about the aesthetic of this world, is they literally went and just chopped things up. Like, there's one that you probably, during the raid at least, there's just like a red F-100 truck with just like a boat windshield <laughs> instead of just like, huh. they clearly cut off the yeah. top of the truck and just put a boat windshield on it. That's and cool. that's so stupid. But, I love that. It looks awesome. Does it, is that better than a windshield? No, <laughs> like, of course not. So that's like, you're just working with what you got. We, we broke our real windshield and did that. Or do you think they're like, this is going to be dope. It, it wasn't even like they broke their own. They, they literally were like, we must cut off the whole top of this car. All right. <laughs> like to do it. And then Papagallo is just driving around in some abomination. Yeah, that what is I, that thing? It's nothing. It's It looks like it's like a 1960s race car, but mm. I think it's just something oh, yeah. stupid that they made for the movie. Like it's nothing. So something Papagallo made. Yeah. They just put two engines on a on a thing. It's it's like a something making Zelda. Like it, it's <laughs> like just nonsense. Yeah. I, I just really like the aesthetic of this and I like I like what they I mean it's what's cool about Fury Road as well. And it's cool when you get into Thunderdome and like Barter Town and all that stuff. It all feels very like slapped together and everything's kind of jerry rigged yeah. to, to work. Which I I do like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like that they did that in a way that's like, what will make this as unappealing looking as possible? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. we want it to be functional, but we also want it to be like aggro. <laughs> like we want it to be upsetting to like be part of this place. Yeah, uh, I mean everything. Some just... people are into it. Maybe I don't know. Oh, there are people that are thriving <laughs> in this future. Yeah. I I don't know. You know, I don't think it's a step too far to say we've said as much. No one at this table is one of those people, I don't think. <laughs> but there are people we that all have like, plans. I, we, we all have plans. We all have ways to go. Horses? Tom? Yeah. Then, <laughs> but yeah. Also, I, I'm going to need your address before you leave. <laughs> just see. Never. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, we'll figure, figure I, it out. All right. I get it. All right. All right. Um. So, yeah, I mean, we kind of touched on your last wrap up question, which is how, how would you fair in this future i think i'd well. do great yeah 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 okay. I think I'd, I'd, I'd thrive you turn it on <laughs> how would you change <laughs> like what, what is persona? it that suddenly yeah humongous sir i would just <laughs> yeah <laughs> gigantor even more humongous that's kind of long tom how about long tom <laughs> long tom's good <laughs> Look, long Tom Humongous. Long Tom. I'll do your sex stuff if you just don't kill me. That's what, that, would, that would be me. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good how way we'd to all thrive. end up. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. We'll give you 10 minutes with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> One gallon of gasoline. 10 minutes with our Tom. <laughs> all right. Whatever. Kyle, what's your what's your Humongous? Would I, oh, what's my Humongous name? Yeah. Oh, it'd probably be something really sad, like the... The, the, the sad boy the red boy <laughs> so sunburnt so sunburnt boy. yeah it's a sad red boy sad red boy guys <laughs> i i'm just 
I've been outside like three, four days a week the past few weeks. And just, I can't believe every day I'm like, my face is about to burn off, <laughs> let alone in an apocalypse situation. Or in Australia. Or in Australia. Yeah. The, the, well, that was my other thing. We didn't even touch on that in the fashion thing, which is like the leather straps and everything are one thing, but like no coverage. Like no, no one has a rash guard or anything <laughs> to help them out. Like these guys are riddled with melanoma. Well, do you think like at a certain point you just kind of like you can leather up, right? Like your skin is leather at a certain point if it gets sunburned. I think that's cancer. <laughs> I know, but like they don't care. And Humongous's head is so white. It is very yeah, it white. Doesn't have a, they, they, they missed the boat not giving him a sunburn. It's also a different yeah. color than the rest of his, yeah. his yeah. body. <laughs> yeah, they should have given him like cool tan lines like really <laughs> sexy tan lines they should have taken yeah. off his mask at one point and all the holes mm -hmm. all oh that would face. be good i think that would have been pretty scary yeah, yeah that's also a metal mask his face is oh cooking cooking inside well, he probably has no face it's probably like a road rash situation like he scraped it all off so he wears that to keep sure stuff i this is pure just walk away <laughs> just walk away uh, I I'd be what they would just call the sweat. Oh, that's good. Mm. Yeah, you're like, oh, that. Yeah, don't touch him. It's real weird. Gross. Yeah, I hate it. That guy's slick. Because <laughs> that's how I am when it's like you, 72 you, degrees. You are our water supply. You're yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We really doing it up. We, <laughs> yep. Bring cool. him out. Bring him out and and put it in a bucket for me. <laughs> the way Max is sopping up the the gasoline after that. Uh, yes. That, yeah. That's, yeah. It's that's us wringing out your pit juice. Oh, maybe that <laughs> makes mouths. maybe that maybe that makes me like kind of like uh, you know in Fury Road they had those um, the mother's milk moms. Yeah. Where they're just like mm -hmm. ladies just kind of get to chill like yeah. i just get to be hot in a tent and right. i yeah. have a bunch of little things everybody that... comes in with a sham wow and yeah just, just, gets, gets their yeah. gets their mm. serving for the day so i i know you're making that seem like it would be luxurious but knowing you <laughs> that's your hell you being in a hot room all no, the time he's lit up over there I've never i don't seen know him man <laughs> it's every other version of this future this that i could think of this has kind of been the best one that i'm like Pretty i good. could do that you yeah, know, hot tent, just people telling you off. Telling me yeah. off, yeah. So you All get right. jobbed basically in basically. a hot tent. That's cool. Uh, someone sits right here for me. Like you just sit here for me. I mean, you'd be very important, I guess. So maybe you did like maybe they'd feed you. I guess yeah. they, you wouldn't have to you do can't anything die. else. He's their only source of water. Yeah. yeah, or or like I last a week and then I just shrivel. <laughs> I just completely ring out in like a week, and I'm just this husk. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's because you're just you're, you're you've created a cycle where you're just sucking down your sal own salty water, yeah, and then you keep mm. sweating it out again and again. Yeah, I think that's the best way to go. Still, listen, I think once again, if we're <laughs> if we're putting scenarios out there where we would thrive individually, yes, got it, hundred percent. I run out. Don't kill me. Drink my sweat. Guys, <laughs> 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 I got it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Like, I got a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap me in garbage bags. Who is this guy? What is he talking about? We just ran out of gas yesterday. Insane. <laughs> I got I got games. You can, like, just let me sweat and you can play my Catan yeah. as much as you want. We still have a bunch of bottled water. What's he talking about? <laughs> Look, he's trying to set himself up for future success. Mm -hmm. It's just for the job you want, not the job you have. Here's all my, my trash bag clothes. You're the scariest of all the people that you would encounter in the <laughs> outback. Like, 
by far. This guy just wants us to drink him. This man's insane. (laughs) Oh my god, I always knew this was gonna happen. I knew it! That's why I've been concentrating so hard on tasting so good. Mm. Yeah, well that's the other thing. They'd have to feed you the good stuff. That's right. Can't wait to go home and tell my wife about this. What you 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 spent the afternoon? (laughs) (laughs) What'd you talk about on the recording? Well, well, you know. Drinking Joey's sweat to survive. You'll be able to listen to it soon on the podcast yesterday's tomorrow today. Yes. Um, I think that's kind of all we got on the rundown. Kyle, do you have anything else you want to Any other cars you want to talk about? No. Okay. You guys are going to be dicks about it. <laughs> I don't talk. Um, I don't talk about it. You can find us on the socials. Kyle runs all the socials. Uh, yes, Tom today. Not, not named after our guest. No. Uh, I'm sorry, Tom. Sorry. Yes, Tom today on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And patreon.com slash yes, Tom today. Uh, where we can you can hear a bonus segment for this episode, which Kyle has a couple suggestions for our bonus segment is vehicles that we would drive in the wasteland, which will be fun. You don't uh, even have to know anything about cars for that. That could be anything. Oh, you yeah, could yeah. choose a boat like an idiot. I want an I want a V8 interceptor. <laughs> Great choice. I won't let <laughs> I you heard pick that's it. a cool car. It I've seen it. It looks cool. Yeah. Still has NOS in it. Uh, and then we could talk more about signature looks, but I do think we kind of, you know. We, we did we did cover signature I didn't even looks. realize that was on there. That, so, like, I just really wanted this to is, talk this about This is a natural it. extension of yeah, the conversation. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk, we'll talk more on the bonus segment, but uh, we have one level on Patreon if you want to join. Uh, just to support the show and let us know that you are listening so we can see whether or not we should do a second season of the show. That would be great. Um, I think that's it. I've been Joey Reinish. I'm Kyle McVeigh. And Tom, thank you so much for talking about my sweat with me. Mm, it was delightful. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's something I've always wanted to do. I'm glad we got to do it with other people being able to listen to it. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.